0: You're listening to Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out along with Randy McKay, talking some NFL here on a Sports Betters Paradise. Yes, indeed. Double thumbs up, Randy. Yes indeed. <laughs> 3-0. <laughs> undefeated. Undefeated, baby. Yes, five and one for the season. You're the reason that we are collectively 60% 15 and 10. And also a part of my uh, football Sunday show, which is uh, eleven a.m. to one p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, right up to NFL kickoff. Randy McKay, I've never been a part of this crap before. I went five and zero. You were th- uh you er the, the collectively four and zero as part of the Sports betters Paradise, and then Paul uh, uh, Paul uh, Paul Nolan and Andy Esco, they combined for five and 14 and zero day. It's just that easy. I mean a 14 leg parlay. Here hey, we go rip one off another. Uh, Randy how, how about that? I've never I've never been part of it, man. I got to got to shout for tallest building about that one, man.
1: Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh good job by everybody on that and uh and them things happen in the NFL. It's a real streaky sport and uh you just got to try to grind it every week and uh find like your best 3 to 5 plays and uh go from there and uh not try to overbet too much, but uh, when you're on the little streak, uh, mix in some money lines and stuff like that. It's, it never hurts to uh, get a little greedy.
0: Uh, did you happen to follow up your Dallas pick at plus 7 with a money line?
1: I sure did. I had okay. a couple of free bets I used and uh, and hit that as well. And uh, I parlayed to another game that we didn't talk about. I liked the uh, Philadelphia Eagles late uh, Monday against the uh, Minnesota yeah. Vikings there. I just thought it was a horrible spot for the Vikings, and I've been a fan of this team for years and and know when they go into on the road on prime time that they're not going to be very good. And I like this Eagles team a lot this year, and yeah, and I've said that, and they uh, showed that they're one of the better NFC teams.
0: Do you think they're the best right now?
1: Well, they're right there with uh, either Tampa Bay or the Rams, Probably are the two other ones that you kind of look at and uh, don't count out the Saints. Uh, get some uh, injury guys back. They're, they're all right. Their defense is playing well. So uh, probably those four teams are the teams in the mix, you know. Uh, tough to uh, look at Green Bay or Minnesota right now, but uh, they could come back and it's a long season. So, uh, yeah, the NFC is pretty wide open.
0: So I had, as part of my 5-0 last week, I had um, some – comfortable picks and then you need some luck along the way and yeah, the jets you know plus uh I now mean, i had seven i was mad when chubb didn't go down to just give me the push i didn't know that they were just going to blow a coverage uh, right after that to uh, start that nightmare um and i also had um had atlanta who was down big so atlanta's used to blowing leads i'm not used to them coming back but uh <laughs> but they came back and backdoor covered in a great play by jalen ramsey Uh, at the goal line, or they win it outright. Same thing with you with your picks. You're 3-0, okay? You had a real comfortable pick in Dallas. Dallas, uh, plus the points, they jumped out on uh, Cincinnati early. Joe Burrow, this this reworked offensive line, needs a lot of work, and he's getting sacked actually at a higher pace than he was last year. We'll see if they can get better. Um, And then Dallas kind of hung on, and then when they finally tied it, they went and scored. It was easy with the spread, though. And uh, the total, New England-Pittsburgh, was easy as well. And we talked about it. Pittsburgh did nothing against Cincinnati offensively. And uh, so, and New England uh, has got some offensive issues. Not not a whole lot of playmakers uh, on those teams. But then the other one, and I was with you, too, was easy, and and it wasn't easy, the Chargers. I mean, how how do they continue to blow these games, huh? I mean... You get the play all the way down by the goal line. The guy is asking to come out. He's winded. And you go hurry up right to him in a 100-yard pick six. And we were fortunate. We were going to be unlucky, and then we were fortunate that uh, Herbert converted two fourth downs to to backdoor it.
1: Yeah, and those happen. I mean, uh, the games get wacky sometimes in the fourth quarter, you know, and that Chargers. Sometimes they rush things, I think. I think that coach gets a little uh, antsy, it looks like, in the pants and uh you know it gets a little and he uh made some you know usually goes for it coach and he was actually punted at one time when i didn't really thought he should have one
0: time randy it was like three times he did a 180 yeah. i mean this guy just he just flipped the script completely on us
1: yeah he was in plus territory there i thought for sure he should have went for it there and kept his foot on the gas pedal but he didn't uh he's i don't know if he listened to media or what but uh He's got to decide what he wants to do with his team. I mean, uh, they got a lot of talent. Uh, hopefully uh, Herbert's okay there. He gutted it out with a rib injury and got us a cover with a laser pass down the metal. But uh, yeah. you know, hopefully he's all right this week. And uh, they got you know a feisty team in Jacksonville coming in there, which uh, has a lot of bite this year, more they, than they, what they've had in past years.
0: No, no doubt. All right, let's get to your picks uh, this weekend. One's a Thursday night game, okay, and the Cleveland Browns trying to get back up off the mat after blowing that game against the Jets. They could be 2-0 and uh, and sitting pretty good, but they're not. They're running the football uh, really well. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, uh, a couple of close games. We know about the uh, overtime win at Cincinnati, and then they lose by three uh, at home to New England. Cleveland is four and a half on Thursday night at home against Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, and I'm seeing this game as a field goal game either way. I mean, I could see, you know, scenarios where Pittsburgh gets a lead and Cleveland comes back and vice versa. I trust Trubisky a little bit more than uh, Brissette, and I kind of trust the Pittsburgh defense a little bit more than the Cleveland defense. We've seen holes the last two weeks against Carolina – and against the Jets, they're late. cost you know they won the Carolina game, but then it cost them big time against the Jets. So uh, I'm trusting Trubisky and the Steelers, even though they have a pretty weak offensive line, to have a little success here, and uh, mix it up a little bit, uh, and and use Harris, and uh, hopefully get out to lead, and maybe it'll be like last uh, Thursday night's game where you know, hopefully it doesn't get topsy-turvy like that one, and we need Trubisky to come back with a backdoor cover, but uh, it could happen. And uh, Tomlin, very good as a uh, a dog in this spot, is another reason I like uh, Pittsburgh here. 60% usually against, uh, against the division as a dog, and I trust the Spitz- Pittsburgh special teams a little bit more. They did have the critical air there with a kid from Bemidji State up in my country, uh, dropped the ball gunner. He's actually a Pro Bowl returner. And, uh, unfortunately that cost him against New England. That game could have went either way as well. So as far as that game goes, you know, I, I trust the special teams for Pittsburgh a little bit more. They get, of course, you guys know the kicker from, uh, LSU there for, uh, Cleveland York. He missed a big extra point that nobody's really talked about. Uh, like would have made the game tied in the topsy-turvy, but, uh, I, I trust Pittsburgh a lot more in this spot than I do Cleveland.
0: All right, so Pittsburgh plus the four-and-a-half divisional matchup. Uh, again, looking for them to cover as they did for you <clears throat> in week one at uh, Cincinnati. All right, high-profile game uh, between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. So Green Bay gets back up off the mat and wins and covers easily on prime time against, on Sunday night against the Chicago Bears. And then Tampa Bay somehow is 2 and O. Oh. They almost went seven straight quarters without scoring a point against the New Orleans Saints. Some strange calls in that one as well. Uh, And then Jameis Winston turned the ball over three to Mark Ingram, fumbled, and Jameis turned it over three times on top of that. Five turnovers for the Saints uh, late in that game. So they go down to Tampa Bay. So it's been all all defense, very little offense for Tampa Bay. Green Bay, they took a step in the right direction with their offensive rows in a passing game in week one to week two, he's still a work in progress with that young wide receiving core uh, for the Packers. The total is forty one and a half. That's what you're looking at, Randy.
1: Yeah. And of course, like we've talked about both offenses struggling here, you know, Green Bay, did get a little, uh, life against the bears, but the bears have a pretty weak defense. And in, in my opinion, uh, they lost, you know, of course, Hicks and, uh, Khalil Mack from last year, and, of course, Green Bay. It's a different surface when you play there. It's slippery, and you see road teams slipping around. And uh, uh, as a Vikings fan, I always say they get the benefit of the referees. And, <laughs> and we, see, we usually see that as well. Uh, for some reason, uh, the referees get influenced, I think, by the crowd down there. And this uh, total move from 44 down, I, I jumped on it. I still like it at this number. Okay. Green Bay struggling in this heat in uh, Florida. They haven't been very good here, especially early on. And even when they go to the West Coast, they've struggled against San Fran and other situations. And uh, they played this game about three years ago when Rodgers had a horrible game. I think he threw a pick six and numerous other things. And I could And that's when they had the better offense. And I could see him struggling against this number one uh, defense in the league, in my opinion, this Tampa Bay with Devin White. And, you know, he saw Davis at two interceptions. Winfield, uh, his dad used to pick off Rodgers, and now he probably got a pick against Rodgers in this situation. And we see Tom Brady breaking uh, iPads on the sideline against the Saints and frustrated, and it took that fight really to get their uh, – Offense going, I think uh, that really cost the Saints in that situation. Losing Lattimore and uh, and uh, Evans is out this week. That's another uh, thing. You know, most hated guy probably in New Orleans. I, there's probably wanted pitchers of him all over the streets here in New Orleans. I have a feeling, maybe even up in Baton Rouge. So uh, and they signed Cole Beasley this week as another sign. They're they're hurting at offensive, at uh, wide receivers. So that's another. Num- Another good sign for us, and uh, this should be a grinder game. Hopefully turnovers don't kill us for touchdowns the other way, and if we get a lot of punts, I, I definitely see this being a hard game to get either team into the 20s.
0: Well, when you start crying about Minnesota's uh, 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 short into of the officio- officiating against the uh, Packers, I introduce you to the Saints versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. sir. As <laughs> is Tom Brady. Is coming. It's funny how all of a sudden Tampa Bay's got some of those calls since TV is uh, going down from New England and a phantom call on the uh, on the special teams and the, uh, the, the 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 targeting. Terrible, terrible, terrible. All right, let's get to our next one. You want to talk about some uh, upset fans? Are they upset or are they just trying to help out their struggling coach? Man, uh, Hackett looks a little bit, well, uh, in over his head, I guess you could say. Kind of shades of a basketball game where the shot clock is going down and the crowd goes, four, three, two. Well, that's what they were doing in Denver to help Russell Wilson in the offense avoid the. Uh, Further uh, delay of games. Here comes San Francisco in there. Okay, the big difference there. Trey Lance, a gruesome injury. That's going to put him even further behind uh, his developmental process. So, he just really can't get a break right now. Garoppolo came in. Average. Okay. Nothing great. Remember, he missed all the training camp. Uh, Not going to beat you. But, you know, okay against hapless uh, Seattle. Uh, Denver and Russell Wilson. Man, that's just... Is it, how, is it going to take some time, or is it ever going to get going with that offense, the little points they put up against uh, the Houston Texans? The total is 44 and a half in Denver, Randy. That's what you're looking at.
1: Yeah, and we saw this uh, total spike up to 46. And, of course, I grabbed some numbers there on the under. You know, both offenses just, as the other game, both offenses struggling even more here. I mean, San Fran only... You know, 20 points against Seattle last week and struggle against the Bears. And uh, prayers to Trey Lance. I mean, uh, he's I'm a pretty big fan of his, you know, from North Dakota. So uh, hopefully he's all right. He'll be all right and uh, come back. But you never know. But uh, they're a different offense with Jimmy G in there. They're not, they're not going to take big shots. They're going to grind the ball down the field. And Denver has a pretty good defense. We'll see if Sertan's playing the cornerback. He was out last week. So we'll see he's in there then we go the other side I mean I got Hackett ranked number 32 out of 32 of these coaches cool. with just the errors different kind of errors in strategy different kind of errors and going for it not knowing what to do kick the field goal get the delay of game and then punt I mean it's just a travesty of errors here with him I think he's over his head I mean they may even want Vic Fangio back because that's how bad he's been looking so I <laughs> Uh, I'm going, I'm actually, we're talking about going to the game, me and my betting partner at uh, Vegas Ringers. If you f- want to follow him on Facebook and Instagram, we have a little side bet on this game. And uh, and I have the one side, and you know what side I have, and he has the other side. And whoever loses the bet has to buy the tickets. So uh, we have pretty good tickets, I think, for the game. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm on both uh, San Fran and under here. And I see this game, another game, very hard to get into the 20s and uh, be in a grinder-type situation here where teams are going to have to run the football.
0: Yes, indeed. And San Francisco wants to run a ball to begin with. I mean, that, that's that, that's their approach. Um, but, you know, if you just expected uh, Russell Wilson to be this high flying actor, just running around, mad scrambles, throwing the ball, you know, downfield where he puts, you know, so much uh, air under his long balls, that's why he gets so successful, uh, you're not getting it uh, right now. So, uh, San Francisco, Denver under 44.5, Tampa Bay, Green Bay under 41, and Pittsburgh plus 4.5. On Thursday night against Cleveland, a perfect three and zero week for Randy McKay last week, five and one on the season. Let's keep it up, big man. Come on, come on, keep it up. Let's yes yeah. indeed, yes indeed. <laughs> He's one of the best man. He's here uh, every uh, every week with us uh, with his top three picks and also a part of that fourteen and zero. On my Sunday show down on ESPN Radio in Baton Rouge for Randy McKay. I'm Jimmy Ott, Sports Bitters Paradise here on the Bet Rivers Network, the Bet Rivers YouTube channel.